Friday, October 14th Fresh Fix for Insiders. If you know someone who would enjoy Fix, share this and they can sign up here. Use our guild to share your views and thoughts. The analysis of Microsoft moving deeper into ads is a reminder how powerful advertising is. Four of the five most valuable global companies have advertising as a huge focus, Apple, Microsoft, Google and Amazon all growing their ad business aggressively. Most of the rest of the top 20 are huge spenders on advertising as a way to grow their business, enabling them to employ hundreds of thousands of people. As this spend lubricates the global economy, it funds much of the media, entertainment and sports business. It can seem a little parochial at times to be concerned with cookies, effectiveness, ad formats and ad tech, but our business is vital. The miracle of creativity at the heart of our business, the new ideas and fresh thinking, makes us invaluable. We should be less modest. TikTok. Make the most of it, make those videos, use TikTok, but just think before you do. Having the head of GCHQ encourage people to use TikTok in this way underlines how remarkable the influence of TikTok is. Their ambition is unbounded. Just this week we learn how they plan to grow commerce. By providing warehousing, delivery, and customer service returns, our mission is to help sellers improve their operational capability and efficiency, provide buyers a satisfying shopping experience and ensure fast and sustainable growth of TikTok shop. And compete with Spotify be expanding their Reso Music service globally. Byte, Dance has discussed in recent months launching its Reso Music streaming service, which is currently only available in India, Indonesia, and Brazil, in more than a dozen additional markets, according to some of the people. The US wouldn't be part of this next phase of expansion but ByteDance has said it wants the service to be available globally so that users can discover songs on the short-form video app and then easily subscribe to music, they said. Focusing on ads they are running an interesting campaign featuring UK creators who are running TikTok shops. I don't think TikTok are walking away from commerce at all, they are just adjusting their strategy. And in the latest good TikTok creative newsletter we celebrate a good campaign from Built Different, a bloke fit check. Merchant the big story in Merchant right now is probably the least surprising. Consolidation in fast last mile is, finally, happening with Getter in talks to buy gorillas. Getter have raised more money and spent less, so can drive the deal. It would help them scale in key markets like the UK and Germany and reduced competition should temper customer acquisition costs. And the gorilla team get some cash and some equity. The few fast last mile firms that survive will have to find new partners to build utilization and both GoPuff and Instacart see potential in healthcare. GoPuff are to launch their own range of over-the-counter medicines, whilst Instacart will develop a range of initiatives around health. People are not convinced by the tech-led stores. A Twitter thread about being turned away from the Tesco flagship Holborn store, because they didn't have a club cart, got 1,600 retweets and over 3,000 likes. The FT have a good deep dive on Walmart and how they convinced critics it can sell more stuff and save the world. Great insight into a great retailer. I think buy now pay later is going to cause lots of problems as people struggle with the cost of living. The latest news from Klarna suggests they really don't get this. Letting people pay for a delivery 30 days later doesn't solve a real problem and could, and will, go horribly wrong. Both companies should rethink this. AdTech Finally some movement in AdTech. Google has a new product designed to help brands make the most of their first-party data. Pair or publisher advertiser identity reconciliation has had a muted response but it is an attempt to solve a real issue. Digiday wrote this week that advertisers are struggling with first-party data. Are we facing an advertising downturn? We seem to be talking ourselves into one. The topic came up as a result of poor quarterly figures from Meta, Snap and Pinterest. 
but each of these has been hit hard by the Apple privacy changes. Other big players like Search and TikTok seem to be doing okay. As the global economy teeters, one expects advertising to be an early casualty but in past crises advertising has primarily been about brand, so easy to cut, even if not wise. But now so much money is measured on performance will business cut back so willingly? A survey from Ubiquity and the WFA suggests the jury is still out. While 41% of advertisers expect to maintain their 2022 budgets, everyone else is split, 29% said they expect a decrease in their budget. The remaining 29% said they expect to see an increase. You can get the full survey here. And read Google thinking on the case for brand investment in a time of budget cuts. The open web, the world outside the walled gardens, can be the wild west. As well as great publishers there is a lot of poor content and the programmatic ecology is polluted by poor ads chasing cheap audiences, with issues around fraud and brand safety. We are seeking some publishers taking steps to limit the damage, Bloomberg will stop serving open market third-party programmatic ads and at the Independent and Telegraph have been cutting the number of ads on web pages. I think this is a great move and provides the opportunity for bigger better ads. Keen to talk with people looking to improve the ads they are running and remember how better creative translates to better media performance. The most persistent voice around the open web is Jeff Green from the Trade Desk, this report on his Analyst Day questions where are the other voices on this topic? Newt. This week's insider deep dive on Newt looked at the size of the market, in the US and the UK and at the importance of measurement, with Netflix agreeing to work with Barb. The announcement that Netflix would launch their ad-supported service in around three weeks, came just too late. From November 3rd people have the option of signing up for an ad-supported version of Netflix for just £4.99 a month, versus £10.99 for their standard plan. For the full story read the Netflix announcement and the video of the press call is really interesting, the full presentation followed by a Q&A with journalists. Lots of interesting questions, how are the ads inserted, is it fixed price or auction etc. The overriding message is the launch isn't how it's going to eventually be. They have moved fast to get ready to launch, but the new team will make their mark over the coming months. In the Guardian coverage a comment from an agency is a little disappointing. With such an exciting new ad opportunity I think you would want to get involved and test and learn. But so typically this agency is going to do nothing for a few months. We have been advising clients to go slow on it and see how the numbers pan out before committing, said a senior executive at one UK media agency. We can't make quarterly commitments at this stage. We will see lots from the competition now, but we might see some moves from Apple too, Digiday report that Apple is quietly pushing a TV ad product with media agencies. Web3 The headlines around Web3 are not that positive this week. The head of the Horizon team at Meta sent an email lamenting the lack of use of the product by the team developing it. For many of us, we don't spend that much time in Horizon and our dogfooding dashboard show this pretty clearly. Why is that? Why don't we love the product we've built so much that we use it all the time? The simple truth is, if we don't love it, how see? The FT report the same story, talking of a quality lockdown. Coindesk ran a headline, It's Lonely in the Metaverse, revealing data from DAP Radar suggests Metaverse platforms Decentraland and the Sandbox each have fewer than 1,000 daily active users, despite $1 billion valuations. As ever the definition of active users is key, but no matter how you cut the data this is small and Roblox which has been very successful at attracting brands to experiment with the platform seems to be moving to a more traditional ad model. This may be useful for brands looking to drive involvement with a space or brand integration, but doesn't build learning about how brands might engage with whatever the metaverse becomes. 
I am fascinated by the Chernin group and one of their execs Jared Dicker is on a favorite podcast, talking with Raul Paul talking about investing in Web3. Essential. Forbes take a look at how Disney is preparing for the metaverse. This ability to bring fantasy to life in the real world also ties in neatly with the metaverse, which many believe will focus on blending the real with the virtual. For these reasons, Disney is probably one of the companies that are best placed to capital. Creator Economy Talking with a VC this week about the creator economy we looked at parallel businesses, that may hint at how the space will develop. One model is the music business, where record companies build the career of their talent. This article argues for this view, from an advisor to Jelly. Smack. As long as Meta, YouTube and TikTok keep fighting the most intense attention war in the history of mankind with godlike algorithmic weapons, there is little hope for the emergence of a vibrant middle class in the creator economy. We are more likely in a barbell situation, with many small creators making $1-2k per month and a few big creators making millions. That said, it's still the best time to be a content creator in history, and that's enough for me to celebrate. Another model is the Hollywood Talent Agency and this week UDA agreed a strategic partnership with InvestCorp to focus on the creator economy and Web3. Plus plus. Another example of AI creative, this time with voice, Joe Rogan interviews Steve Jobs. All created by AI. Google's new AI can hear a snippet of song, and then keep on playing, MIT Technology Review. How Tortoise Podcasts Became the Most Profitable Part of the Slow News Startup. For the game, Gaming Report from Dentsu. Q3 2022 Market Report Luma. Introducing Handles, a new way to identify your YouTube channel. How could I help you? I use my experience, expertise and network to help startups and big brands solve problems and grow. And we now do fix partnerships, sponsorships, events, content etc., to help interesting businesses better tell their story. Get in touch.